0: Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3Labs, and this is your Week in Blockchain on Monday, the 31st of May 2021. The leaders this week include Goldman Sachs' latest endorsement for Bitcoin, Circle's latest major funding round, Mark Cuban putting his weight behind Polygon's ETH scaling protocol, CDBC activity continues to heat up, more activity around the blockchain for SpaceX, Definity's huge developer fund for building on the platform and Binance's upcoming NFT platform launch. Goldman Sachs has published a report about Bitcoin. In this report, it includes comments from a number of high-profile members, including their hedge of digital assets. Goldman Sachs, you may recall, launched a crypto asset trading desk uh, earlier on this month. Some of the comments, though, in- included in the report state that Bitcoin is now considered an a investable asset in its own right, um, although it does come with its own idiosyncratic risk. Um, its activity doesn't behave in the same way that other assets do so it, you know, in their view it's not tightly correlated to, to other market assets this is also reflected in terms of what they're seeing with their clients and others uh, trading bitcoin as its own, an asset class in its own right they do however also call out uh, ethereum and the the potential of ether as a asset class as well just because of the you know the popularity of defi nfts and various other things there and they think that uh, you know this dominance could continue to grow Todd Morley, the, the co-founder and uh, former chief executive of the financial services firm Guggenheim Partners, is planning to build a blockchain, blockchain tower in mid-Manhattan. Apparently, this tower is going to provide a wireless network uh, aiming to improve access to digital ledgers. Uh, what's not fully clear is exactly how this does make it easier to access a blockchain. Given that typically all you require is in, an internet connection, uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how this one will actually pan out there. But the idea anyway is that it becomes you know makes makes access more ubiquitous to the technology. So it'll be an interesting one to watch. Todd Morley though has also shared his thoughts on uh, what the future looks like as well, believing that uh, Ethereum could actually play a central role uh, because of its much higher utility than Bitcoin. He has a new venture uh, called Overline Network, which is building this uh this, this skyscraper we just mentioned but it's also planning to host the world's largest nft museum uh, with the Overline network he's very focused on uh, interoperability with that uh, to help avoid some of the you know, challenges that people face such as you know, these high gas fees for running on networks such as ethereum the other thing he called out too was that uh, the ethereum community of developers is growing uh, at, at in a far greater rate than on any other blockchain so it's uh, again um, an an, an another key person putting their weight behind the platform. Circle, the provider of the stablecoin USDC, have raised closed a $440 million funding round. They've got a, a number of major backers uh, for this, including Fidelity Management and Research, um, Intersection Fintech Ventures, Atlas Digital Currency Group, as well as Michael J. Price and Friends. There's currently $22 billion of USDC in circulation according to both Circle and CoinGecko. and uh, you know, there's a number of services, including uh, Dapper Labs' NBA Top Shots, that are actually making use of it. So unlike Tether with the USDT, um, U- U- USDC uh, has come under less sort of criticism about the you know the reserves that they hold, and they're really positioning themselves as trying to be the as, you know, the most widely supported, but also closest thing there is to a fully regulated, decentralized uh, U- US dollar as well. Mark Cuban has invested in the Ethereum Layer Two protocol Polygon. Uh, Matic, the underlying token, shot up off the back of this. We've spoken on numerous occasions. Almost every week it comes up the subject of scaling on Ethereum. And Polygon is certainly one of the leading platforms at the moment that we're seeing a number of protocols starting to actually open up support for as well. Mark Cuban specifically called out how he's using it and integrating it with one of his platforms, Lazy.com, which is a company that allows people to easily display their NFT purchases. Back in Bitcoin news, Elon Musk tweeted that he'd spoken with the North American Bitcoin miners and they were committed to uh, publish uh, current and renewable energy usage and asking miners to do, do so. Uh, of course, uh, it being Elon Musk tweeting this, it had significant effect on the, the crypto markets and suddenly the uh, price of Bitcoin shot off, off the back of it. Michael Saylor, though, uh, around the same time as well, uh, disclosed that he had hosted a meeting between Elon Musk and executives from a, a number of uh, Bitcoin miners in North America, including Argo, Hive, Marathon, Riot and Hut8. They they said that they'd agreed to form a Bitcoin council uh, to provide greater transparency around uh, sustainable energy usage uh, for the Bitcoin network. So again, we'll, we'll see how this fascinating space continues to evolve. The crypto derivatives provider Opium and the DeFi platform UMA are working together to provide insurance products for the SpaceX flights. Uh, this will see Opium plug into UMA's optimistic oracle to produce financial derivatives uh, hedging risks related to SpaceX flights. Uh, they they basically work as binary options contracts and uh, allowing people to purchase insurance uh, against a failed launch of SpaceX. Insurance is already offered by SpaceX at about 5% of the value of the payload, and uh, Opium and UMA are attempting to compete with that. And they really want to they see this as being an opportunity to demonstrate efficiencies that potentially DeFi could. Can provide for uh, making insurance uh, cheaper. Also uh, related to SpaceX, you have SpaceX. You have SpaceChain who are deploying a commercial blockchain uh, solution. They what they're saying is that they're, they're planning on launching Ethereum nodes in space, which brings physical security when transacting in crypto assets. SpaceChain is expecting to send a number of commercial uh, services into orbit next month. The first one of these is loaded for June the third, and it will see SpaceChain space node launched and ultimately installed at the international space station which we which will act as a way of uh, demonstrating the qu- uh, ethereum technology can run on the the International Space Station. Vitalik Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, has uh, published a, p- a lengthy paper about uh, the, the limits to blockchain scalability to help address some of the claims that have made be made by Elon Musk, uh, who's spoken about trying to speed it up significantly in the context of Dogecoin previously. Vitalik really calls out the specifics here and uh, goes into details and around you know the sharding and the limitations associated with with all of this. Apple is also on the hunt now for. Or, uh, p- uh, someone with uh, cryptocurrency experience in an alternative payments business development role. Uh, the, the job posting indicates the technology, that Apple remains interested in cryptocurrencies, at least in the context of alternative payment methods. Uh, they're looking for someone who's got uh, significant experience in this space to uh, lead the company's alternative p- payments partnerships. PayPal is going to be adding support for third-party crypto wallets. We've spoken previously about how PayPal is in, in raising cryptocurrency supports. and now what they want to do is actually add support so that they can people can withdraw funds directly from pay, their PayPal wallets to their crypto wallets it hasn't said they haven't said exactly when this will hap, be happening but it should be quite soon it's likely that they'll roll it out regionally if uh, you know their, their previous kind of feature updates or anything to go by also Coinbase uh, announced something called Fact Check this week uh, on their blog. and uh, The idea here is that they're actually going to have a section on their blog for addressing misinformation and mischaracteristics about uh, Coinbase or crypto that's being shared around the world. Of course, one of the problems that everyone suffers with is, is the impact of fake news. Uh, but certainly in the world of crypto, you have Twitter being like a real echo chamber for certain sentiments and views on the market. And so Coinbase here clearly wants to dispel some of the myths that are associated with it. So some of the, uh, the, the topics that they're addressing in Initially include addressing misinformation about the effects Bitcoin mining has on the environment, misinformation that spreads on social media, um, and then what's been said in government uh, and industry about illicit activity in crypto. In the world of CDBCs, there's been uh, more big announcements this week, and it's just continuing to gather gather pace with four different jurisdictions. Uh, you know, being some, some significant news coming out. Indonesia has announced that they're going to launch a central bank digital currency. They're currently assessing which technology to use for their digital repair but the the intent is that once issued it will be a legal payment instrument in in Indonesia alongside banknotes. Uh, The central bank doesn't have a timeline yet though for when they'll implement this. In Indonesia the country's transaction frequency on digital Banking platforms has risen 60% on an annual basis to more than 570 million uh, transactions in April, while the value of these increased as well significantly uh, alongside this. Cryptocurrencies themselves are banned as a payment method in Indonesia, but it is legal to trade in them. And uh, the government has actually enacted uh, t- t- tax legislation for crypto trades. South Korea too have announced that they're going to be kicking off a digital currency experiment in the summer. This is a pilot program looking at a central bank digital currency. The Bank of uh, Korea, the South Korea's uh, central bank, uh, has opened up uh, bids f- to suppliers to be the role of the technology supplier for this. Uh, the trial, Um, will be conducted in a virtual environment in a couple of stages and the the first one's going to run from August to December 2021. But the the key thing to call out here, they don't have any plans to issue uh, its digital currency. This really is just a a pilot program looking at the feasibility of it. The South African Reserve Bank as well is launching a a retail CDBC feasibility study. Uh, they're, They're looking at a general purpose retail central bank digital currency here. The South African Reserve Bank have been one of the pioneers of CDBCs, and that they kicked off the project uh, COCA. uh, would have been a couple of years ago now, uh, but that was that was focused on the wholesale cdBC markets, remembering that there's there's kind of two parts to cdBC initiatives one part is the wholesale markets, which is between regulated financial institutions, and then the other part is what 's focused on retail, which can impact uh, consumers or individuals directly there so it's it's, it's fascinating to see that they 're going to be looking at the the retail aspect as well then finally, Sweden is also moving forward with its e corona cdbc. Um, this again is a pilot. They're moving on from having only having simulated participants to cooperation with external participants in a test environment. And the experiment will involve participation between Riksbank, Handelsbank, uh, and these are bank uh, retail bank chains based in Sweden. In the world of uh, crypto, the stablecoin supply has uh, crossed the one hundred billion dollar mark. Most of that's been driven by the two main stablecoins, Tether's USDT and uh, Circle's USDC, which we mentioned earlier. On. But again, it's, it shows just there's this ever increasing growth and interest in the stablecoin markets. Hedge funds have uh, con- con- continued to get more and more exposure to crypto during the, the past year. According to PwC, 46% of all hedge funds are now investing in the crypto industry via Bitcoin and Ethereum. And this uh, number actually doubled in 2020, going from 2 billion in 2019 to 3.8 billion in 2019. I'd imagine once the figures are there for 2021, that figure is going to have jumped again even more Uh, but the majority of these more than 90% are trading in Bitcoin And then Ethereum, which with 67%, and then the the top five, Litecoin, Chainlink, and Polkadot make up the the remainder that were in the survey. Uh, Everledger has uh, announced a partnership with product verification source, Certain International, to enhance the transparency in the mining industry. Everledger has been very well established in the supply chain space for a number of years with their blockchain-based platform. Metals and mining supply chains are notorious for human rights violations and unsustainable Practices and there's a big consumer desire here to understand how minerals are extracted, but this has come, you know, as, as a relatively recent thing that people have really wanted to, wanted to see there. So this is, uh, you know, a big step forward for the SCI uh, with Led- Everledger uh, to provide more transparency in the, these these very important supply chains. The Definity platform, uh, who launched their internet computer earlier on this month. Uh, after five years of development and over a hundred million raised from a number of investors, including Andreessen and Horowitz and Polychain Capital, uh, have, have said that they're putting aside a two hundred million dollar fund to help uh, developers build the internet computer. And the idea behind the Definity project is that uh, they want to take on the uh, the, the cloud computing market and uh, free the world of its uh, centralized uh, infrastructure. There, uh, but this this two hundred million fund is is there really for uh, you know, developers to apply for and um, companies to apply for who want to build on top of the platform and help help them in building out their vision there. It's a fairly common thing with blockchain protocols for them to do this, but certainly the amount of money which they have here is is you know, pr- pretty significant because normally you'll see there might be a fund of tens of millions, but not hundreds of millions as such. Polygon, the uh, Ethereum layer 2 scaling technology, which we touched on earlier with Mark Cuban's um, Investments. They've also announced that, that they're going to be integrating with Google's BigQuery, which is we're going to make it much simpler to provide in-depth analytics of the Polygon uh, blockchain data. And one, one of the things with these protocols is they, you know, when they emerge, is that they, they're slightly different to what's there already. So people need to take time to familiarise themselves with it. And so the more analytics that are available, the better. Uh, you know, Polygon are really trying to you know, help build this vision of make being like Ethereum. Internet of Blockchains, and they they also announced their SDK as well this week too. So this sort of integrates with um, you know Google's technology, although centralized, uh, it's still very helpful for just uh, you know build building greater understanding of the platform, and just provide having more analytics available for people as well. Moving on to DeFi, Uniswap V3 has flipped the V2 platform on volume. We mentioned last week how it sounded like this was going to happen soon, uh, and now that uh, you know it, it obviously has, Hayden. Adams though the founder of Uniswap commented that both are actually earning more daily and weekly fees than uh, bitcoin miners which is very significant for, for for people on the platform also arbitrum a uh, optimistic roll up scaling solution for ethereum has launched this week a uniswap governance forum user has also uh, w- Put forward a proposal suggesting that Uniswap v3 should launch on it too. There was lots of support within the community, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it uh, goes. Uh, Arbitrum is an optimistic roll-up uh, scaling solution for eth- Ethereum. If the DeFi platform FormationFi has joined forces with Polygon to develop a secret dark pool automated market maker. For those of you who are familiar with the world of equity trading, this notion of a dark pool is it's what's called a liquidity venue where you can, um, in effect, where you can trade with other participants but in a, in a way where you don't have visibility of what assets are in there for um you know via like a transparent price discovery and so it's it's interesting to see the, uh, the these kind of more traditional things from the world of finance uh, bubble over into into defi this cross-chain liquidity partnership will run on top of polygons layer two solution uh, and support uh, formation Fi's vision for chain agnostic yield farming 2.0 so again all very um you know very much so, like a, a you know, frontier type technology here, but it's uh, it's fascinating to see these uh, innovations move forward. The Shark Tank ho- co-host Kevin O'Leary is set to launch a DeFi firm. Uh, he's announced that he intends to launch a DeFi investment company called DeFi Ventures. Uh, he's the major shareholder and he has uh, led a twenty million fundraising round. So he's he's previously shared how he's you know so interested in the DeFi sector and sees that it's going to play a crucial role in the overall crypto space. In the world of NFTs, Binance has revealed the first batch of creators as its NFT marketplace is now scheduled to go live on June the 24th. When it launches, it's going to provide digital collectibles from some of the top personalities, including musicians, digital artists, athletes, and um, celebrities. Uh, They're also accepting applications from individuals to feature their NFTs. In terms of the the people involved who who are going to be there and the first slate of creators, including... Louis Capaldi uh, the, the two-time Brit Award winner, Trevor Jones and eSports, uh, team e- E-Star Pro and professional football stars, Michael Owen and Alfonso Davis. Given how much uh, I- influence that Binance has just as a trading venue, but also within, within the world of DeFi, it really does have the potential to be huge when this launch happens later this month, especially given you know, that there is so much interest in NFTs and uh, lo- lo- lowering the barriers to entry for people and firms to actually build on top of it. The blockchain startup Propeep is planned its first ever auction of a real apartment as a collectible NFT. They have a platform that uh, introduced smart contracts for real estate sales and uh, now they're pushing the boundaries by auctioning a real apartment as a, an, an NFT it's going to be attached to a one bedroom apartment in Kiev Ukraine the the auction itself will happen over 20, uh, over a 24 hour period so we'll see we'll see how that goes the gaming retailer GameStop is building an NFT platform on Ethereum they've quietly unveiled a new web portal for their NFT platform and also the te- Tezos powered one-off marketplace uh, which is an NFT platform is going, going to be launched which includes collectibles from current and legacy artists such as Whitney Houston and Quincy Jones, uh, the one off NFT marketplace was uh, founded by um, Quincy Jones and his, Quincy Jones's production firm and it will launch in June. Also now uh, Dapper Labs uh, their NBA Top Shots uh, NFT platform has crossed the million user mark which is a, a huge milestone for them. Uh, they've notched over 700 million in, uh, to- in total sales in less than a year uh, and then you know, having this, this number of users too it's, it's an incredible figure to see that much traction happening there. Also a UFO sighting authenticated by the cia is getting sold as a a, an ethereum nft Uh, an nft frame from the alien autopsy film will be auctioned off on rareable buyer will also receive a physical 16 millimeter frame from the original film that was shot in 1947 the frame clearly depicts the autopsy of an extraterrestrial uh, said to have crash landed in roswell and for those of you who are watching the x-files back in the uh, 90s i'm sure this will strike a chord with you all of this stuff apparently the nft Volume in the market has more than tripled, uh, according to DAP Radar, with the sales rising from almost 300% from 21,000 per day to 82,000 per day. Uh, so far in May, um, although we, as, as our stats report, this um, the numbers have gone down in the last couple of weeks, as such, which leads us nicely onto our metrics. So the the crypto market cap is um, up just shy of ten percent to one point five six trillion. The assets locked in DeFi is uh, just just over sixty billion, and that's up sixteen uh, percent in the last seven days. We've seen NFT sales of just shy of eighteen million dollars, which is up twenty three percent an average price of $787. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, uh, please subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes and at our website, weekinblockchain.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.